Baseball Operations, Brock Sunderland. How are you, Brock? I'm good. How are you guys? Uh, we're good. Thanks. Good. Good to see you. Appreciate yep. it. Uh, how's this camp different for you? I mean, you're probably not going a thousand miles an hour like you were last year at the start of camp. Much calmer. It's night and day just because of the timing of everything. I've, last year, I was still getting to know everybody on staff, so it was getting familiar with the team, with the coaches, with everybody in the building. So this year is very different. I've had a year to work with everybody, so there's a lot of familiar, familiarity, a lot of continuity. And knock on wood, this year's been very smooth. We were two days in before we lost the starter last year for the season, and that kind of set the trend. So this year, like I said, knock on wood, but we're, we're trending the other way and, and very happy about that. So it's much calmer, much smoother, which is what we prefer. What have you seen on the field that you like? What's, it, uh, what's your assessment after a week of watching practices? Picking up where we left off. It kind of continued from Vegas. I know we spoke about minicamp, and we came out fast. So again, you go back to the continuity. It's the same scheme, so offense is picking up where it left off. The thing that's jumped out at me is I feel like our defense is very fast, very aggressive, and we've got some guys coming back, some Aaron Grimes, JC's back, and so the the leadership and the tempo is drastically different from last year in a good way. Can you go into more about that three-day minicamp in Vegas? Because, you know, we've heard you say it a lot. Um, you know, veterans have said a lot. Jason Moss has said a lot. The value of that camp. Can you maybe go into more specifically how valuable that camp really was? Just gave us a head start. It, it was, again, when you have the same staff, you hit the field. We weren't learning new things. So when we got here, continuing off the camp from Vegas, we were already, we felt, three days ahead. So playing a game seven days after you start camp, we felt like we're ten days in as opposed to seven. And that's huge with uh, the season coming up right away. We play another game in five days, I believe it is. So when you get an extra three days and you have the same coaches, the same schemes, and a lot of the same players, you, we feel we're ahead of the game. I mean, it doesn't guarantee anything, but it just makes us feel like we could uh, do some some insertions on offense and defense and special teams that we wouldn't have been able to get to. Every camp has its challenges. Last year, you were the, the last team to play a preseason game. So it's challenging to, you know, unfortunately, you got grumpy players you're dealing with for about a week and a half before they can play a, a game and hit someone else. This year, obviously, you're playing so quick. Uh, but what have you seen from Jason Moss and the coaching staff with the, with the schedule that they have put out there this week in camp and uh, trying to manage the players' bodies as well? Well, that was something we discussed during the offseason last year. Uh, obviously, coming off the record-setting injuries that we did, we realized we need to do everything we can to be proactive to try to avoid that. So Jason has been amazing as far as scheduling the rehab and recovery time in our allotted time. And so some of our practices are extremely dialed back. You guys have seen it where we've put in there, instead of on the field, we're going to make you guys be getting massages and doing things like that to get, take care of your body. We're not running into the ground. So we look at reps, we look at tempo. Uh, we broke everything down as detailed as we could and we're back and way off. And our philosophy basically is if you're at this level, you're probably fast enough already. You're probably athletic enough already. So the mental aspect of it's more important and right. keeping them healthy so they can play fast without any injuries is more of a priority now. Recovery seems to be the word of this training camp. It's, mm -hmm. it's been brought up in a lot of uh, a lot of interviews I've done. A lot of times I've talked to players and coaches, recovery is the keyword, uh, and and they all say Ryan wants us to do that. Ryan wants to do that. Uh, you you brought in a guy to look after all this. Tell me about Ryan's impact and 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 how much of a change he has made to just the daily routine in the. I think you mean Kyle. 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 Sorry. Yeah. That's Kyle. Okay. Yeah. That's right. season for all of us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That's true. That's true. Uh, yeah. Kyle Thorne. So Kyle was was with me at the New York Jets, and we got to know each other there. He was the assistant head. Uh, strength and conditioning coach of the New York Jets for a while. He's been at FC Everton, so he oversaw a billion-dollar industry and ran everything for them from nutrition to recovery to strength and conditioning all the way down to their academy to their premier squad. Um, I hired him in Ottawa, um, and in Ottawa in 15, I think we were one of the least injured teams in the league. Um, some of the things you can't help, uh, an ACL, an orthopedic injury, a broken bone, that's going to happen. The soft tissue stuff, 
um, we feel he can bring a lot to the table. So, yeah, he, he his emphasis is recovery. It's on sleep. It's on nutrition. It's all the things off the field. And going back to his philosophy is if you're here, you're probably strong enough. You're probably fast enough. So he's a different approach where it's not let's go in the weight room and squat 365 pounds, eight reps. It's let's make sure you're getting enough rest. Let's make sure that your body and your tissues are healthy so you can play full speed for 18 games. Mm-hmm. Um, does this all come out of last year? I mean, you're, you're getting proactive now about it. Did you do any other studies or anything? To me, the thing that jumps out at me is the Achilles tendon uh, injuries. Right. And it's been uh, more around the league in the last three or four years. It's right. been ever, but with the Eskimos, I think it's been like seven or eight guys in the last three seasons that have had the Achilles tendon Yeah, issue. we've tried to drill down. And, and the reality is, in speaking with our head physicians and orthopods, both on our organization and other people that, that we know, you can't really predict an Achilles. It's one of those injuries where it's just, frankly, bad luck. Um, as for are we doing things this year based off last year, the practice schedule, yes. I think that was a big emphasis where uh, Coach Moss was brilliant. A lot of coaches are very hard-headed and are like, we're going to practice the way we practice. Uh, he's very open-minded. Um, he's easy to work with and he understands, so the players are loving that. As for bringing Kyle in and the sports science and the sports analytics aspect of it, that's something I believed in anyway. And uh, we would have done that no matter what, but I think the emphasis, it was kind of a perfect timing, so to speak, based on what happened last year, but we didn't bring Kyle in because of last season. That was something I was going to try to do anyway. I see a lot of your veterans play, uh, starters maybe going to half. Uh, going to see a lot of young guys, and maybe that's where you'll look at it in a short turnaround from start to camp to, to now. How much information do they understand? And we talked to Goffrey Onyeka uh, in uh, in the pregame show, and he said, "Yeah, that's what I that's what I want to know as well is how much do I understand? But how much are you looking forward to watching your young group?" I mean, that's why we play preseason. We know what Mike Riley can do. We know what C.J. Gable can do. Those guys have done it. They've done it in the biggest games possible. They're very consistent. So we're evaluating the young guys and the, the position battles. So that's what preseason games are for. So of course we're going to watch the incumbents and the guys that made the All Stars and the stalwarts. Those guys, we're going to see if they're up to merit where they should be, but the, the emphasis is certainly going to be on the younger guys and seeing where they are and how they compare to the other guys that are maybe on the bubble a little bit. Yeah, we know it's uh, with your quarterback stable, we know it's Riley, it's Glenn, and then a battle for number three. Uh, what do you make about uh, with the performance so far of Danny O'Brien and, and Zach Klein? I think they both look good, and Eli Jenkins hasn't looked horrible either, mm-hmm. so, you know, uh, it's a good problem to have, to have depth at that position, so uh, again, these games are going to be very telling, and uh, we say they're going to tell us who's going to be here based on how they play. A lot of those decisions are easy for us based on what the preseason game evaluations are. Brock Sunderland, appreciate your time today. Thanks for coming by. Thanks, guys. Thanks. All right. Good uh, to see you. Enjoy today and uh, good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. All right.